0: From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam.
1: And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling a solo. But man, what a day in sports. Blake Griffin has lost his job with the Clippers. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it might be a good thing for the Clippers. Blake Griffin Griffin has just been struggling and struggling with the Clippers for the last couple of Couple of, couple of years. You know, he had an injury. One time he punched a trainer when he was recovering from a knee injury or a leg injury, a lower extremity injury. You know, so he's he's had his time in in, uh, in Los Angeles. And he's going to Detroit. You know, Detroit's just got a new stadium. Downtown Detroit. Everything is downtown Detroit. The baseball stadium, the basketball stadium, the football stadium is downtown Detroit. And in, in, in downtown Detroit It's a really beautiful spot. If you ever get a chance to go to Detroit, make sure you go to downtown Detroit and try to stay down there. It's a lot of nice things down there. Casinos. Like I said, all the sports arenas are down there. Great restaurants. It's it's a cool place. But, hey, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports this week, like all. Um, This week we just had the result. We just had the 24 hours of Daytona a race that we have in Daytona Beach, Florida where we race for 24 hours. It's an endurance race and a race. They have multi cars, multiple levels of cars on the on the uh, track at one time. Um so we're going to be talking about that with Roland via who's from Daytona. He's going to call us and give us an update on what's going on in NASCAR and what really happened yesterday in the 20th, as in the results of the 24 hours of Daytona. But hey, What's going to happen with this Super Bowl? The NFL Super Bowl. I mean, come on. Really? Can Tom Brady win another Super Bowl? Really? Can this dude win another Super Bowl? Will he be the NFL? will Will he be the Super Bowl MVP again? Come on. We're talking about 2017. Super Bowl MVP. Tom Brady. 2015. Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady. Now you know, and when we think about, it, we think that the New England Patriots have have won a, a, a lot of Super Bowls in in the last era. Let's say the last twenty years per se, they have won a lot of Super Bowls. But between two thousand and fifteen, they didn't win a, They didn't win a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl in two thousand five and two thousand four. But now it took a little while. But they they're still the Super Bowl crowns of the what we would call the 2000s, and now we're in the 2010s. Um, they won two Super Bowls in 2010s, uh, late teens per se, but still 2017 and 2015. They won a Super Bowl in 2005 and 2004. They won a Super Bowl in 2002. So guess who was the Super Bowl MVP? In all of those Super Bowls, well, of course, that would be Tom Brady. You know, uh, Tom is the man. Tom is the Super Bowl MVP four times, and um, you know, it's 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 you can't really deny uh, Well, I take that back. Well, they, they won five Super Bowls, but Tom and Tom Brady was Deion Branch was a Super Bowl MVP in. Uh, 2005 I don't I still don't understand how he got that but uh, hey 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 don't hate the player hate the game Darrell man don't don't go there man if the man won he won he's he's the man Deion Branch won a Super Bowl MVP in 2005 but how can we how can we go against Tom Brady all uh, right at one point last week the point spread was five points um Rob Gronkowski came out today on one of those sites, Twitter, Instagram, one of them, and said he will definitely be ready to play on Sunday. Uh, I take his word for it. I think he's going to play. Uh, how effective will he be? I don't know. Um, you know, uh, sometimes we can take some things to, to numb the pain. If we have an ankle injury or a rib injury, we can cover it up. With more padding, or we have a shoulder injury, we can maybe wear a harness. Uh, we have a knee injury, we could put a brace on it and take some medication for all of those things. There's just not really any kind of medication we can take for to help recover recover from a concussion. And if, if Rob Gronkowski had a concussion last week, there's a possibility that um, that he's He still maybe, no, two weeks ago. That's been two weeks since the last time he played. um, There's a possibility that he could be um, dealing with some symptoms still. Mm -hmm. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's going on down there in Fort Lickerdale? What's happening with you? All right,
2: Mr. All right, yourself.
1: I'm loving this life I got. You know, um, thanks for calling, Vince. And I really appreciate you um, tuning in to the show and, and um, keeping us up to date what's going on down there in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Hey, um, who do you like in this Super Bowl? Do you think the um, Philadelphia Eagles can make possibly the biggest upset in Super Bowl history? Is that is that yes, possible? I, I really believe they gonna win it. I'm about one out of twenty gonna
2: tell you they gonna win it. They gonna win it.
1: Well, uh, I, I really can't think of a, of a bigger upset in Super Bowl in the last twenty years um, per se than 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 this I, one. If if they I upset. don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off, but let
2: me ask you a question: How can you go through the whole season with the best record in football and then come into the Super Bowl the underdog? It don't happen. When, whenever you heard of that, that, that ain't never been right. I, well, I
1: can tell you why. You want me to you ask have answer the, the question? The best record in football. You know, the whole season.
2: You're going to play everybody. You're knock them off, You're beat everybody. You got the best record. And you come into the Super Bowl game, you the underdog. Because they think you're somebody out there better than you.
0: And every week they
2: keep saying the same thing, but you're still knocking these teams down. So I feel sorry for doing it. They done had their hurrah. You know, Brady done did his thing. I love Brady for being the player he is, and he's a great Hall of Famer. But I hate to tell it, Nick Foles do not turn the ball over as much as they talk about it. And this team they got is greater team than Mike Neal had going into the Super Bowl. The year they beat them by three, and the most important part of the game, Philadelphia Eagles defense is faster, and their offense is faster, and they well coach. So Belichick and New you know, they always rebuild. They well coached anyway. But this team Philly really got is a unified team, and they play together, and they want this for the family, and they gonna take this for the family. I I think they had them for the underdogs or so losing by twelve or thirteen. I don't see. It.
1: I don't see it. Well, no, Vince. The spread is like it was five points last week. Now it's like four points. So now I think I think that, um, I think Las Vegas and the bookies are giving giving um, giving um, uh, Philadelphia a legitimate shot. But you got to think now. You know Tom Brady has won five Super Bowls. Man, this is almost like going against Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? I'm yep. saying five Super Bowls. So let's don't take anything away from Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Super Bowl MVP four times. You understand what I'm saying? And if he win, you know, um, I remember one time somebody said, yeah, Magic Johnson, he don't need another ring. And somebody said, well, he need one for his other hand. Tom Brady need one for his other hand. And you're going against what some people and a lot of people. And I put, I'll throw my name in the hat. One of the greatest coaches in the NBA, in the NFL history. And I say, and um, Bill Belichick, man. The man put the work in. He done been in the Super Bowl five times with Tom Brady, man. And won five times. Been there more than that. But he's only won five times. So I'm saying I think, you know, we gotta give him credit where credit is due now. We can't take nothing away from 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 uh from Bill Belichick, because, you know, he when we look at it, he lost two Super Bowls to the Giants. You know, that would have been like seven times he's been to the Super Bowl. we talking about eight times these two guys have been to the Super Bowl together. So if anybody in the NFL that got a recipe to win the Super Bowl, it would be who? So that's why we have to say they're the favorites. I don't care well, boy, if both of them got the same record. 13, 13 they're the favorites. They're the favorites. They, they have to be the favorite. They would have to be the We know that. Yeah, I you know I, that. This man, got to get out of here because we got some people on, on line but the line trying to get going down this time. What was that, Vince? I'm going with the underdogs. I th- I'm going I with underdogs. I feel them blowing by two touchdowns. I like
2: that. I really they like They see nothing like this coming at them. One thing about it, if you look at the stats this year, Philly's throw touchdown passes from 38 to 40 yards. On a lot of passes, and they get a lot of touchdowns. And, and that's what they did against Minnesota last week. They explode, and that's what they finna do to the New England. Right. They ain't doing had- a bit of route. They they take them deep.
1: They do, and they have one of the best defenses in the league. Let's don't let's don't um, get away from that too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Vince, we got to get out of here, man. Uh, we got a couple more calls. Now, we ain't got to get out of here, but you got to get out of here. We love you so much, okay. man. Much love. We we'll holler at you on the other side. We we'll be here okay. every week. You know that, Vince? Hey, okay. um, we, hey, hey, um, hey, Matt. We got Candace on the line. Candace, what's going on, Matt? We got Candace on the line. I'm here, Matt. I'm here hey now. Hey, Candace, what's happening? I'm doing all right, Darrell. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are things down there in Miami? Is the weather getting a little bit better? Is it still chilly down there?
3: It's warming up,
2: but it you keep, keep having these little cold snaps. So, you know, <laughs> I, I think it's like hiccups.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know people in Miami have a real problem when it when, when the temperature gets below 50 degrees. We just, we just lose it down there. You know what I mean? We swear out it's freezing. Yeah, yeah we yeah. do not like it. No, we don't like it at all. Yeah. Hey, who's your Super Bowl prediction? Who you like? You like Philly? You like uh, Tom Brady? Can you go against Tom Brady and, and, and Bill Belichick? I mean, you know, I was actually listening
2: in that last caller, and I was actually talking to a friend before I, I got on the call, and, you know, it just sounds like Tom has the record. I mean, it, you know, as much as we would like to root for the underdog, and, you know, I would love to see them do that upset
1: I mean, it just seems like you know, you know, you, you root for the short thing.
3: I mean, you know, leaders go with leaders. It's
1: hard. It's hard against to go. When I'm we sorry, look at, can you hear me better? I hear you great. No, it's hard to go okay. against leaders like that. You know what I mean? It's when you talk about, um, like I mentioned, um, Magic Johnson early when he played with the Lakers, Magic Johnson and and Kareem Abdul Jabbar. It's hard to go against those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, and, and and when you and when you throw in their coach, uh, his name slips me right now, but he's a general manager for the Miami Heat. And who is that? Used to be the former coach for the Miami Heat. Anyway, I'll get it. But anyway, when you throw in coaches that have legendary experience, it's yeah. almost um, um, saving the same thing. He's a legendary coach. You know, when you put that yeah. with a good quarterback and a good organization. It's hard to go against that. Even a lot and of us. Somebody remember, like you said, has been there over and over successfully. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So we we have to take that with a grain of salt that um Philadelphia has a, a a legitimate shot. Now and I'm and I take that back. It's not it's not a grain of salt. I think Philadelphia has a legitimate shot at of beating uh-huh. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, because they do score points, like Vince said, and they have one of the best defenses, defenses in the league, you know, so they have a shot. Yeah, and defenses, yep. defense can win games. Defenses win, that's what win championships, yep. yeah, yeah. Hey, Candice, you know, uh, we're really waiting on you to come back on the show and give, give us another um, a psychological perspective on sports.
2: Oh, I mean, I'm glad to do that at any time. I really, I really enjoy the, and actually I was thinking recently that, you know, the last time we spoke, I actually thought that the relationship between athletes and other celebrities was closer than it actually is, but the requirement to perform at the top of your game all the time is so much more prevalent in the athletic. Feel than it is in any other sort of performance that is so Um, true Candice and that that pressure alone I mean can be enough to make make anyone crack
1: sometimes I know I, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about you know a lot of people may not really understand the depth of what you're saying but um some of the athletes that we have on our show, and one of our our next guests, I know he really understands. Our next um, caller, we have some callers on the line. Reggie's on hold, but uh, he's he he can understand where you're coming from. The pressure, you know, of dealing with of um, not only performing but performing at a high level and dealing mm-hmm. with sometimes chronic pain and sometimes mm-hmm. pressures pressures of will you have a job tomorrow or is the guy behind you talking to somebody <laughs> yeah and so it's and, and, and uh and, and you know uh, one of the things we're going to talk about Ken is it's a, it's a new um uh, football league possibly coming back the XFL it was a uh, part of football in the um, in the 90s and so um, in the XFL is Vince McMahon the WWF guy he's creating a oh. having a yeah, so and, and I have a lot more jobs for athletes and uh, absolutely, and more jobs is always a good thing. So I'm look for, looking forward to seeing this and see see how this uh, unfolds. Uh, I really think it could be a good thing this time. Last time uh, the XFL decided um, to they ended up folding. The league just it couldn't handle um, whatever for whatever reasons. I can't remember exactly. But uh, we've had a couple other football leagues that went against the NFL. Uh, but the XFL didn't necessarily go against the NFL. They just didn't. I don't. Maybe they just could, didn't have a big enough fan base or uh, what the reason was in particular. But it's coming back. And right. maybe America's ready for it now. Yeah. 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 Well, Candace, we got to go up a quick break, but um, give us a call. We're here every Monday night, and we're going to get you back on the show and talk about the Absolutely. things from a psychological perspective, for sure. Thank yep. you so much. Hey, thank you, Candace. That was Candace Drummond. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, um, wow, what a wonderful lady. Kim comes on our show from time to time. Give us a psychological perspective on sports. You got to love it. Hey, uh, we got a couple of Hey, Reggie, what's happening? glad you still with us? Hey, Darrell, can you hear me? Man, I hear you real good. Can you hear me? Absolutely, absolutely.
2: That's what no I'm doubt. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hey, had, man. Just, yeah. Go ahead,
1: man. Um, yeah. Can Philadelphia make the biggest upset in NFL Super Bowl history? I think it would I, possibly I, be. I, I strongly believe. So, matter of fact, that's who... Uh,
2: I picked to win the Super Bowl, and it's not because I. I, I, I uh, going back to the first call, I think it was Vince, where he was saying, "How can can um they be the underdog that had the best record in the league?" And you hit the you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's just it's just the experience, you know. They've been there, man. You, I didn't know that New England played for seven straight championship games in a row.
1: You know how hard it is yeah. to do that. You know how hard that is, man.
2: <laughs> Seven straight you know.
1: championships in a row.
2: That is. And you know how hard, hard that is. is. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable, and it's not because of because of uh their uh, the, uh, uh, the record that they're favored. It's because of the experience that they have going into the Super Bowl. Philadelphia happy to be there. They are glad to be there. Yeah. New England expect to be there. <laughs> You know? Exactly. So th- they they expect to be there, and 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 um. But I do believe that Philadelphia has the the personnel to match up against them, and I believe that they're going to put so much pressure on Brady that uh, it's going to make them hard for him to complete his passes. I just hope that they have a a, a hell of a game plan because I know New England is sitting down Bill Belichick, and and you said he is. One of the greatest, in my opinion, he's the greatest that ever coached Because when you look at this guy's record, he's done it time and time and time. And he does it with guys we've never heard of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, come we've on, man.
2: Never heard of. And and, yeah. and he has the coaching ability to bring out the best and the average player. A bunch of his guys are, are, are undrafted or uh, free agents, key players.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
2: And you look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady was a fifth or sixth round draft
1: pick. That who nobody Brady. knew nothing about but Michigan. Nobody knew nothing about.
0: You, you know, know what and, I mean? And
1: that's, what I was, that's what I said earlier. God does his homework, man. He really puts the work in. You can't yeah. take that away from people, man. Really.
2: Yeah. You know. And I also like what uh, the last caller just said. The young lady, um, Candace. Candace, she Candace was talking about. Yeah, Dr. about said, how hard it is to... To perform on an eight with your A game every time you step on the field, that is hard because there's, there's not one player that's playing sports, especially on a professional level or on any level, that that doesn't want to perform their best. But you know, you in your mind, you're telling yourself, "Man, I got to go out here and have me a good game." Every player says that. Every player. I, I don't know not a, one player that is. And suited up, got dressed to go out there to perform before the game and say, "Man, I know I'm going to have a a crap a crappy game today. Not
1: one none of us ever say that Not or one. think that, and you don't know until no. the game starts yep yeah. and and I think that's what she was talking about too the pressures of an athlete because we right. constantly have to say that. You know, a singer right. might be able to go out there and say, you know what? I ain't going to be dancing as much tonight. I'm just going to be singing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be I ain't gonna, right. Be, right. I ain't gonna be shaking yeah. and shaking tonight because I did a lot of right. dancing and laugh. An athlete, he can't say that. No, he can't right. say, well, I'm right. not going to run as hard this time. I'm not going to jump right. as high this time. No, and we can right. never say things like that. And our mind right. have to be as sharp as it was That's last right.
2: week. Because, because there's always somebody waiting to take your spot. Yep, yep.
1: You know, oh, I talked to a lady to earlier today, and she was saying, um, she said, you know, why don't more football players just not go to work one Sunday? And I think it would have made a big difference in this Colin Kaepernick situation. She said, I think that would have made a big difference if the athletes just decided that they didn't want to go to work one Sunday. And I told her, I said, the problem with that is it's a 100 guys behind them. That want that job. And they'll even yeah. take that job for half of the pay that them guys hey, are making. That's right. That's, that's right. why they can't do that. And if they did something like that, they'd be put on a list that would be not a good list. And them guys that would take that job for half that pay would probably have that job. So that's right. why these guys can't do that. And all you got to do with everything, most of everything, and we know that, is follow the money chain, baby. Follow right. the money. The money. Train. Train. Yeah. Yep. Hey Reggie, back we gotta to get back. out of here, man. We got some more callers on the line. We appreciate you okay. calling. Don't be a stranger. We love you so much. And hey man, if I ain't told you, happy new year, brother. Same to you, my brother. And I'll talk to you later. Always. Hey guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we hope Van's still on the line. We have Scott on the line. And we're gonna be back with more sports info UM on the voiceamerica.com.
4: Your internet flagship station for sports.
0: Voice America Sports.
4: Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents, and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, And what's next from the colleges to the pro teams? It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific on Voice
0: America Sports. p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
4: This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're diving into planning your 2018 outdoor adventures. Find out about prime DIY hunting opportunities across the country. Get the how-tos of applying for tags and listen for advice from the pros who hunt full-time. Joining us is Kevin Steele, host of Peterson's Hunting Adventures, Jeremy Millette with Silencer Shop, Mrs. Bunny, and more. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum 3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info U.M. Hey, we got Van on the line with us. Van, what's going on? Hey, Daryl, good. How are you? Man, I'm doing good, man. Doing real good. Yep. I've been hey, man, you- uh, listening
5: in uh, since the show came on at uh, eight, 8 o'clock. And uh, one thing that hadn't been discussed has been the officiating. And I think uh, the game uh, between the uh, Patriots and the Eagles is all going to come down to officiating. Because if they officiate the game like they did up at Gillette Stadium, the Eagles don't have a chance. But bands that are playing on a, a neutral field, I'm hoping that it's a fairly officiated game. What do you think?
1: I don't. Well, knowing the New England Patriots and watching them throughout the years, I really don't think that um, it takes a home field for the New England Patriots to get calls. You understand what I'm saying? I just think that. I, I just think that Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots franchise they they have a it's they have a warm cushy relationship with the ref, with the uh, officials officials uh, in yeah, the NFL that's putting it mildly <laughs> that's, that's that's how I feel i just think they have a you know they have a cup of coffee or some cocoa from time to time you know what i mean yeah. and i don't think they i don't think that happens with any other te- any other teams in the NFL so um i just really um, think that if it comes down to penalties I think New England will probably have at least five penalties less than Philadelphia.
5: Yeah, it's almost like the NFL wants them to win and uh, I know up in Jacksonville after the game, there's a lot of upset people up there, mainly because of the officiating. What was it? I think Jaguars had 96 uh, yards and penalties and uh, New England only had one
1: had one pillow there's
5: a vast discrepancy. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's a shame for uh, these guys to play their hearts out and uh, have officiating influence game. I think that's wrong. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that doesn't happen Sunday. But, you know, you won't know until the game comes on.
1: Yeah. You know, we talked about Philadelphia quite a bit on the show, and um, um, Philadelphia has, I think, more... Passes over thirty yards than any other team in the NFL, and yeah. uh, and they're one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL. Um, I really think if Philadelphia gets the New England Patriots down two scores in the fourth quarter, I don't see them losing it like um, like Jacksonville did. And yeah. if and if they're winning like um if they're winning like like um um Atlanta was last year, I definitely don't see them losing like that. I just don't see uh, this team falling over like well, like we saw Atlanta and basically like we saw Jacksonville do um, 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 two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, so
5: Hey, it's, let me ask uh, Belichick's famous for uh, taking away your best player and... Uh, now, when you're playing the Eagles, I'm not sure who the best player is on offense.
1: Who would it be? You know, who is the best I, player I on offense?
5: Probably their tight end, maybe. Uh, that, what's his name? Ertz? Uh, and and, I, and, think I, and, and I don't think... He caught eight passes uh, in that last game. But uh, I was thinking about it. You know, who and the Eagles? I mean, they're pretty well balanced.
1: And, and you're right. Who who is the Eagles' best player? You know <laughs> because they play three running backs. You know yeah. so and 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 that's another underlying story I don't think we've talked about. You know is um is 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 is, is Philly's running back that's going to be going back to New England. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Philadelphia's running back that's going to be going back to New England. Who's that? Um. Oh man, he would ask. Oh, you're talking about the fullback.
5: Yeah. Oh, I know who you mean. Um, yeah. In fact, yeah. I was surprised New England let him go. But I think it was a contract yeah. problem. LeGarrett Blunt? What? Is that who it LeGarrette was? LeGarrett Blunt,
1: yeah. He's going back yeah. home. You know, he said he had a, had a, he had a pretty the good Josh career.
5: I picked him up when he was available.
1: Yeah, well, you know, he's he's had he's had a uh up and down career as far as off the field issues yeah, and maybe Jackson not yeah. wanna deal with that. But um hey, he played for Bill Belichick for uh at least three years and had oh, yeah. a nice super bowl, two super bowls with them. Scores so, a lot of uh, touchdowns. He does. And uh and he's a great short yardage back. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he plays what his role is gonna be in this game. Uh I know he probably has a not not any ill feelings, but maybe he has a little feeling oh, like, yeah, hey, that's right. they yeah. could have, yeah. yeah, you know, they <laughs> could have spent himself. another hundred grand or two hundred grand and yeah. kept me, yeah. yeah. So that's hey, going to be interesting. I, I know you're busy,
5: but um, uh, as far as the Jaguars go and the uh, their off season needs, um, the two biggest things I see are probably middle linebacker because I guess Pelesny will either be uh, dropped or retired, reti- and uh, tight end because Mercedes Lewis is getting up there in age. Do you agree or disagree, or do you think there's uh, another area?
1: Uh, well, I would definitely agree with you. Uh, when when you see the Pro Bowl yesterday, you see the starting corners, uh, two Jacksonville corners, so I think their secondary has to be pretty solid and and I I would agree to, agree with you that po- Pozlowski is getting getting up there in age. He even though he's been a solid player for them, um yeah. they're going to have to address that and I you know um I I still think Jacksonville has a need for um tight end. They have to get one of those premier tight ends. Mercedes Lewis is really getting up there in age and he's yeah. just you know, he, he's he, I'm not saying he's not productive, but he's just not what I think Jacksonville needs. And I think Tom Brady sees uh, not Tom Brady, but um, Tom Coughlin um, is definitely going to probably bring in a big time tight end if they can. Yeah. And um, and we're going to definitely get a quarterback somewhere. Well, in they that had one like, a couple
5: years ago. What was it? Julius? Uh, what was his name? The guy yeah, that yeah, they, they brought him in. But that was the previous uh, regime and they hardly used him. Yeah, they bring and, the and they already threw the ball to him, you know. Yeah. So yep. that didn't make any sense. No, but uh, yeah, they probably need somebody who can go up the middle, like Gronkowski, you know, uh, somebody <laughs> along those lines.
1: Everybody looking for a Gronkowski, man. You know that. Yeah.
5: Well, yeah. he came out of nowhere. I never when he got drafted by the Patriots, I never heard him. Never heard of him. Like, where is he from? Uh, Arizona. University.
1: Yeah, Arizona? And, and and that's the beauty of Bill Belichick. You know yeah. what I'm saying, Tom Brady. We never heard of this guy, man. Yeah. You know he, he, you know, and I know a, a friend of mine played college with played college football with Tom Brady, and you know he said they always tried to get Tom off the field. Every they brought in people every every year to get him off the field, but nobody could get him off the field. So yeah, yeah. Hey man, go ahead. No, I say it's
5: quite a story how he was able to get that opportunity. And I remember when, um, was it, Bledsoe, he got injured in that game. And I think it was back then when the Jaguars had probably in the mid-'90s when they played the Patriots and they lost to Bledsoe in the AFC championship game. Well, anyway, I think it was the following year or whatever that uh, Bledsoe got injured and they had to turn it over to Brady. I'm thinking, oh, man, this is great. Bledsoe's out. You know, all the Jaguars have to deal with now is uh, (laughs) Brady. whoa.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, be careful careful what you ask for. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man, we got Scott on home, man. We got to get out of here. Hey, but don't be a stranger. Give us a call every Monday night. We're here talking sports from around the world and always talking about this gridiron football we love. Love talking to you. Always, man. Take care. Scott, what's going on? What's going on, Daryl? I was uh, thinking the same thing uh, uh, when I was
3: listening to his uh, conversation about the Jaguars. You know, I I had a lot of friends that that are Jaguar fans. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm more of a college football, but uh, you know, I got a lot of friends that were uh, uh, complaining about the the Jaguar game too. Uh, You know, it's hard to see it when you got. When you see after the game that the refs are celebrating with with, with the New England Patriots, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, he said that referee, uh, top, he tapped Tom Brady on the chest like, hey, good job, guy. Good job, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I,
3: yeah, uh, yeah, there's always going to be something like that uh, uh, controversy. Uh, but, you know, the, you can't uh, blame the game on, on, on anything like that because you, as a team, should be able to overcome you know, anything. So, I mean, if anybody lost, you know, I I, I watched a little bit of the game and uh, I was watching some of the play calling, you know, I was thinking, you know, they could have did something different and, and still been in that game right there. But, you know, I, I, that's yeah. just the way it goes.
1: And, Scott, uh, let's don't get it twisted. When you're going up against what some consider the greatest NFL coach in history and – Some consider the one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks in modern day history. You cannot make mistakes and you can't play scared. I mean, you got to go all out like a bandit, like a wild fool, the whole play. And you got to play under control. It's so many things you have to do. And you can't make mistakes and you cannot have fear in you as a coach, as a player. And what I mean is what I mean is you can't be playing like a bandit for three and a half quarters. And then all of a sudden you say, hold on, we can't lose. We just can't lose. Don't play like a bandit no more. Slow down. Don't lose. And that's that's what happens. We looked at the same thing in the Super Bowl last year with Atlanta. They played like bandits bandits and we're winning in yeah. such a way that they say, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not lose now. Let's not lose. And when you start thinking like that, when those things creep into the back of your mind, hey, you're gonna lose. It happens. You start it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mind over matter. We've heard that many times before. Mind over matter. Yep. Yep. So yep. say so, hey, um Scott, um you know, Miami is really looking good with this recruiting thing. Um I, I'm I'm really excited about what's happening down there. Um Mark Rick, we I I just met some people over the weekend that, that knew him and big Georgia fans and talked how much about how much they miss Mark. Uh, they didn't say they, they didn't they didn't say they missed him so much that they'll trade him, but they did say they miss Mark and what a great guy he was. So I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about what's happening down in Miami. Yeah, he, he you know, him coming
3: back home because that's his home, is the way I look at it, and and what he's done so far, like I said last time, uh, you know, he, they played, and I say they, they played and coached uh, uh, ahead of their time right now. And, you know, people are going to see it in the next uh, two years. In the next two years, I see them being in that uh, 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 playoff. Um, I mean, and, and what he's getting, I mean, he's got a chemistry there that he's uh, that he went by and look, look where Georgia is right now, and half of that team is Marks. I mean, they, they can, you know, yeah, he uh, uh, wants to say I'm smart. He's the one that coached it, but, I mean, most of those players were his players.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. I'm excited
3: to, you know, to see uh how, how we, you know, him coming back home and and the the recruits that he's getting. I mean, I'm excited to see how things are going to turn out in the next uh 3 to 4 years.
1: Oh, I we're, am too. We're
3: going to be back in there playing for
1: championships. Uh, no doubt we're going to be back in there playing for championship. We 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 played for the championship this year. You know, so we know we we. I think Mark is only going to build on what what we've already started down there, and I'm, I'm so excited. Um, I know, hey, big bigger and better things are on their way to the, for the University of Miami, and um, yes, hey, all of us are excited. Yeah. hey Scott, we got rolling on the line, man. Getting ready to give us a NASCAR update. Um, hey, did you? Are you a fan of the NASCAR? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like watching NASCAR. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of NASCAR. And, but yesterday, they had the 24 Hours of Daytona, another big race. I, I've, I've gone to the 24 Hours of Daytona. As a matter of fact, that's one of my favorite races to go to is because you can go down there at any time, night or day, check it out, stay for as long as you want, leave, come home and watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, it's always fun. Hey, Scott, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night talking sports. Yes, sir. Thanks Good a lot. Man. Go, case. Hey, Matt, we got Dave. We got um. We got a uh, rolling on the line. Rolling, what's going on? You got me on the line, but you better go pay
4: some bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll play producer
1: here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, we got Roland video on our show right now. He's going to give us a, a nice update on what's going on in the world of NASCAR, what's happening in the world of the 24 hours of Daytona. We're gonna be right back after these mess. We're gonna take a quick commercial break and roll a on the other side, gonna give us an update on racing from around the world. We'll be right back after this mess.
4: Your internet flagship station for sports.
0: America's Sports.
4: Time 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Roland Via on the line from Daytona Beach, Florida, giving us an update. On the race from yesterday, the 24-Hours of Rolex Daytona Beach. Roland, what's going on? Hey, Daryl, how you doing? I know in the world of football, things are kind of slow right now,
4: so we'll pick it up and go fast with a 24-hour race. And talk about fast. The number 5 Action Express Racing Cadillac DPI set a new record for the amount of miles turned and the amount of laps turned. It is now... Official and in the record in a race that was 24 hours long with only three caution flags, that is utterly amazing. With all the different classes of cars and how fast and slow that they would, uh, you know, be to one another. Being that the uh, <clears throat> the Cadillac was much quicker than the GT the GTO cars, GTL, a pretty amazing thing. With half the race being at night and then with uh, part of it being in the rain, three cautions. Huh. That was really amazing, because normally cautions will allow the field to bunch up, and second place can get close to first place, and laps can be unwound. There's all kinds of things that cautions make a difference with, and I think that's the reason why we saw how the car that won the race was actually crippled during the last five hours. They had uh, cooling problems within the car. They know exactly what it is now, and it won't have that in the future, but they did have it and they
1: kind of had to limp home. You asked a good question a little while ago, Daryl. What was that? Um, you got me rolling. I asked a lot you of asked questions me about then. the last lap. The, oh, oh, the there? last lap with the Cadillac. Yes. You know, the Cadillac actually had a chance to win the race without com- without attempting another lap. If he had just slowed down, he had like I think a 80-second advantage on the next on a on the second place car. So if he had just slowed down and finished, finished, uh, going across the finish line with play, like slowed down to maybe what 60, 70, 80 miles per hour. I didn't understand that, but he had to actually go around the track one more time, which only takes about what 40, it took 45 seconds to go around the right, track? about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he, you know, I, I thought that was a risk, especially when that car was having some issues at one point in the race too.
4: Well, when the call came out for the car, by the way, I had an interview today. I talked with uh, Joao Barbosa, the winning driver there on that team. I talked to him on his way back to his home in in, uh, North Carolina, and he says that Albuquerque actually got the communication a little bit late. He was in the middle of some traffic and got the communication kind of late, and by the time you get up on the the backstretch, it's hard to back out of it and go slow, because when you're going slower, it's... You could be involved in an accident, and if you're involved in an accident, of course, that's not the right thing to do either. Another characteristic is these cars are meant to go fast, okay? They're meant to go, not slow, and it's very hard to turn that off as far as a driver goes. Now, the last driver that was in the shift there was uh, Felipe Albuquerque, and for those that watched the race last year, they watched the race being taken away from Albuquerque because... He was only going at a certain speed and really couldn't go much faster. And the Wayne Taylor, uh, Ricky Taylor um, uh, car, the number 10 car of uh, Wayne Taylor, chased him down and won the race barely there at the end. And so Albuquerque was not going to back down this year. It was really something. Another amazing thing is that the 31 car was the second overall car, and that was a team car to the Action Express Mustang sampling car. But overall, a great race all day, all night. You asked about the Ford GTs. They placed first and second in their class, which is the second year in a row for that. The EcoBoost um, GT40 Fords, they just were amazing. And Chip Ganassi owns that team, and he is 200th race victory in all the different forms of racing which is phenomenal his name will be spoken with the likes of uh Roger Penske and and Dan Gurney who part of the race was dedicated to and and other great builders and and team owners
1: and no mentioning that penske was that that third place car was a penske car, penske car wasn't it yes it was you got it exactly right another
4: thing that was kind of amazing is that the uh, in the what was it, the gtl class a lamborghini won a major race for the first time which was pretty which was something else it was the uh grt uh Grosher racing team the lamborghini gt3 and uh placed first in their class which uh was pretty amazing for a first time win
1: and you know oh, i've been there? i've been and, and Roland, yeah. i've been trying to get this uh honda um, brand in NASCAR for a long time. And they were third place I think in that in that GT um, category. Right.
4: It was uh, a lot of good uh, cars from the different manufacturers. This was probably one of the more all-star races I've ever seen at the 24. Number one, you had a broad swath of accomplished drivers. You had Fernando Alonso from the F1 coming And race and uh, did very well in their car. They had some mechanical problems, but uh, you had all kinds of different people there racing. And I thought it was just a great race all the way around. And the fact that it only had three cautions—how look at how long that was! Twenty-four hours and three cautions. Uh, You know, it's hard for for NASCAR to go three minutes without a caution. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of of NASCAR, hey, we're right on the uh, cusp. You know, Speed Weeks has already started now. And um, we're coming up to the Arca races, and we're going to have the uh, truck races. We're going to have the Xfinity races. And, of course, NASCAR itself uh, will be racing on Sunday, the 18th this year. Excuse me. Yeah, Sunday, the 18th. But my favorite race, we've talked about this last year, I believe, is the. is the Caman dual race, which is two 60 lap races of 150 miles each. Those are going to be
1: coming up on Thursday, the 15th. I really enjoy those races too. They're back to back. They have like a little intermission. Um, I think those are nice races. Uh, and it's, and it's not, not as expensive as going to the, the big race, Daytona 500. And, um, so I'm looking forward to it, uh, Roland. And, and this is the first year without, um, without Dale Earnhardt Jr. How's NASCAR going to handle that? That's going to be a big storyline for this season. you know. It probably will be.
4: Um, but you know what? It wasn't as much for when Tony Stewart left, when Jeff Gordon left. Uh, some of your older, more premier drivers have left now, and the young guns have really started up. And ironically, those names I just mentioned were the young guns going back, you know, 20 years ago. We had the same wave of, of young drivers come in to the sport. One of the things people are going to be looking for, the driver of importance, is the appearance of Chase Elliott, Bill Elliott's son. He'll be in the former number 24 car, now the nine car. And that's going to be interesting to see how he works out in that. And... um it, it's, going to be a, it's going to be an interesting season with the young guns. I'm a little concerned about fan loyalty. I, I hope that the, they can generate the new fans with the younger drivers, that they can make the connection. But there's a lot of fans that really like those young guns who formerly liked the, the Rusty Wallaces and the Dale Earnhardt Seniors and, and uh, some of those past uh, premier drivers. Yeah, I but I to believe that a driver like Matt Kenseth,
1: though, is still without a ride for this year. It's just—it's really amazing. That is amazing because of his experience and his winning pedigree. And and I'm and I'm I'm surprised that um I, I'm I'm really I'm not so sure how the fans are going to handle this this um, Dale Earnhardt thing, uh, Dale Earnhardt Junior. thing leaving. Uh, he just had a lot of followers, man. And I just I just not so sure how it's going to affect the uh, the ticket sales, how it's going to affect the uh, the the NASCAR following. And he he generated fans that were not necessarily interested in the sports as they were him, because he was a, he brought people to this sport that a lot of people never would have come to see NASCAR, or watched it on television. He had a, he had a hip hop side to him. He had a, had a country western side to him. He had, he even had a Wall Street side to him. You know, and this is just a a, a, a persona that he brought to a sport that I don't think anybody else can. And I, we know we talk about, um, um, um the Elliott kid and a lot of these other guys, they don't, they don't have that flavor that El, that Dale Earnhardt Jr. has and brought to the table, and we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see how how this works out this season. Hey, Roland, don't be a stranger, man. Come back and talk to us in a couple of days, uh, a couple of weeks about about what's happening in um in this Daytona 500. It. But but I I also want to remind you, your favorite driver of all drivers will be racing
4: uh, in the Daytona 500 as one of the last races—that's your favorite, Danica Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, she's, uh, <laughs> she's going
1: to do the duo. She's going to be there in the Indy 500. So
4: we'll uh, we'll hold our breath for that one.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Hey, we know she'll be somewhere in the 28 to 30s. I think. <laughs> 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 always. No, uh, hey, Roland, now. let me get out of here. I got, got one, one more missing. call. I'm trying to get in before we get out of here. Thanks for calling. Don't be a Stay stranger. It's always great. Hey, Matt, we got Damon on the line still? Yeah, I'm still. Damon, what's going on, man? How's it going, there? Doing, man. I'm doing good. Loving life, man. Hey, can Philadelphia make the biggest upset in Super Bowl history? Beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. i tell you what. I like Donovan McNabb, but
2: he's not here to throw the game this time. So, I think they have a chance.
1: <laughs> man, I love it. You know, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about earlier tonight. Can you imagine Donovan McNabb throwing the ball to T.O. downfield, and he's so tired that he got to call out because he can't run to the huddle. What kind of craziness is this, man? You know, you're not prepared for the biggest game in history. You're tired. You're tired in a Super Bowl. That's ridiculous. And that. that's... This man just came back from a broken leg. T.O. Bro- came back from a field. broken leg. And, 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 you know, so he if anybody would have been tired, we would have thinking it was T.O. The man came back from yeah. a broken leg to play in a Super Bowl. And his quarterback, I, I can't agree with you on that, Damon. I really do, man. i, I, I re- His quarterback comes back and he's tired. He is tired. I, I, I man, you know, uh, sometimes Vegas do do some crazy things, man. Some crazy uh, yeah, things. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lightning, lightning is striking twice again. Hopefully, it's a different result. Hey, let's hope so, man. Let's hope so. But uh, I really think Philadelphia has a shot. And we talked about this earlier on the show too. If the referees don't make a a dent in this game. If the referees don't leave their impression on this game, Philadelphia Philadelphia has a legitimate shot at winning this game. Yep. I really think they do. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's not going to be easy, and and um, there's no way that Philadelphia can make. Nick Foles throw three interceptions, make mistakes like that, you can't win. They turn the ball over with fumbles, um, you can't win. Now, on the other hand, if they get three turnovers, they could win. And Philadelphia's defense have played some stellar football throughout this whole season. They didn't get to be 13-3 and three by playing those slouches. Yeah, and you know, those,
2: they see, defense breeds offense, at least they can also win the game.
1: Um Baltimore, when they won, they had, they had a self-defense. So, similar similar situations. I agree. So, hey, Damon, we got to get out of here, man. Thanks for calling, Damon. I promise we're going to get you in there a little earlier the next time. We have rolling on, talking about racing. But, hey, we got to get out of here. Thanks for calling, everybody. Great show. And, hey, I think Philadelphia got a shot. Nick Foles on throw three interceptions this week. Happy New yes Year, sir. everybody. Thanks for having me, Dale. Always, always, Damon. Thank you for being a part of the Sports Info UM show. we we'll appreciate it. We'll see everybody next week on Sports Info UM on the TheVoiceAmerica.com. Peace.
0: Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.